you're an EVP, meaning you're not just on-air talent. You're a part of the, the structure of the company. You hold an executive position. To come out on television, live, and shit on the formatting of the show and everyone else that will participate in said formatting by saying there's already enough talking on this show and the the next two segments immediately following is MJF doing an interview and then Jeff Jarrett starting an angle but also cutting a promo and now Chris Jericho is cutting a promo doesn't that seem counterproductive I'll stop when you start lying I just I'm looking at this shit and I'm like you just shit on the show for real for real like not on some cute like is it a work is it a shoot type thing like you got active you went out of your way to talk shit like I don't get it like how do you how is CM Punk the problem in that in that in that situation those four or five personalities how was how is CM Punk the problem wouldn't this be the equivalent of giving away three finishes Like, like, like you, you look, like you, 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 you came out and said there's already gonna be enough talking on this show. So now the fans in attendance, especially when you, when two of the three segments that were in question were backstage, the fans in attendance are already got shit on for that. You might as well have said we're not gonna have a match for 20 minutes, for 30 minutes. We're not gonna have a match. You're gonna see people, but we're not gonna have a match. But peep, here, here's the part that makes it even worse. You're not just shitting on the talent that's going to perform after you. You're shitting on the guy who wrote and formatted the show, the audience of one. And there's only one booker in the building. So you're going to backhand, you're going to backhand whatever work Tony Khan put in to make this show happen or whoever else helped put it together. Maybe that's a shot. Maybe because Jeff Jarrett's there, he's helping, you know, get the show streamlined. Possibly a Sanjay Dutt who's written TV before. Like, you're just shitting on people for absolutely no reason. Well, you have a reason because you're a fucking egomaniac. Which is the shit that started the whole CM Punk thing any fucking way. Passive-aggressive, egomaniac, ho shit. We, we look forward to things because they seem like they may be fun. But it's not fun anymore. It will be. Yeah, it, it, it will be again right. soon. But it's just not fun uh, anymore. Yeah. It'll be fun for me when Phil Brooks breaks his silence. Do you think he's going to? I'm certain of it. <laughs> Look, I'm rarely wrong with this shit. Like, let's just keep it a G. 
just uh, for real how many times have i long term how many times have i really been wrong i admitted when i was wrong about hangman page i i, I yeah i admitted that one that strike that one on from my record or just you attach it however you want to do it but with these scenarios especially the ones where we have no intel nobody at ground zero who's telling us you know the recipe for the soup how many times I or we been wrong? <laughs> Not at all. I don't believe. Like, you know, sometimes like you'll say some shit and it'd be so fucking wrong that it's like it's glaring and you remember it. It's like, damn, that motherfucker super wrong. Like, how many times have I or we done that? All I'm saying. So with that, I am a hundred percent certain that at some point, Phil Brooks will speak on this. Order the, question is, the question is, what platform will it come from? I don't. I don't. He doesn't strike me as a podcaster anymore. He doesn't. But if a motherfucker come up with the right price and say, I, I would say, if there's a, if there's a cash grab involved, it makes a lot. It makes all the sense in the world to sit there and just talk for an hour. And this is a guy who does not need money. So the only thing that's going to stop him from telling his side of the story is an NDA. <laughs> if there's an NDA, then he won't. If there's no NDA, I'm 100% certain at some point he will. Even if there is, and here's the other caveat. Even if there is an NDA in place, I guarantee you if he's on someone's wrestling television, He's going to find a way to say it without saying it. And on that note, let's get this motherfucker moving. Welcome to the Broken Pencil Booking Company Pro Wrestling Podcast and radio show infused with hip hop. I am Wood. Made daily. With organic, farm to table, localized, neuralized, sterilized, scotch guarded for 2020 repellent, Available online, shipped via Amazon, not available on Sundays, but now available on thebeastradio.com. Broken pencil logic. You stay classy, Internet. I'm Suave Burgundy. Hey, yo. Listen. Listen. Hey, fucking listen. 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 Yo. Just listen. I mean, so many problems will be solved if you just listen. We are recording this live as Dynamite is taking place in front of us. On Wednesday, December the 14th, Year of Our Lord. Year of Our Lord. I said Year of Our Lord. Year of Our Lord. 2022. Amen. Uh, Shouts out to uh, DJ Tony Snow. uh, Hopefully he's better now. Uh, that that man's been dealing with some shit under the weather, and he's one of the snowman bitch. You can't ban the snowman. Can't, can't do it. And we were trying to get him on for this episode, but you know, as the uh, as the brutal illness gods have it, he he's uh, they've got him taken out. But he'll be back here Shake real back, soon. Snowman. Uh, we got a lot. We got a lot to talk about. Something that we have been purposely waiting for the right time to go ahead and get off our chest as we let it air out. Uh, let's get this shit out the way right now. Sports related, not wrestling related. Wait, I thought we had a money lead in that was going to tie in with this. Money lead in? 
Yeah, we had some story about somebody's money. Oh, that um, WWE was, I guess it, it the news, air quotes, rebroke that talent weren't going to be getting pay-per-view bonus. That's what it was for Survivor yeah, There you go. There they're you not go. getting pay-per-view bonus. Well, there are no pay-per-views. You get, there are no PLE bonuses. Right. Which I kind of understand because there's no extra money. I mean, it's just the same. It's the same people buying tickets to a show as, as if it was raw. And then there's the subscriptions from Peacock. There's no extra money to give you. This ain't uh, this ain't the 90s where people were flocking to Hooters to go check out WWE then pay-per-views. This ain't the 29.99, 39.99, 49.99 era of blue scrolling TV guide. Call this 1-800 number. <laughs> make sure make sure you have a phone line plugged into the back of your receiver. Now I'm ready to watch paper. Like 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 that hit the red button shit was a flex. Damn. <laughs> Damn. If you, if you had to throw back direct TV button and all you had to do was press my fucking the yellow button two times and you ready to roll? Out of here. You what what you are what people have told me you are shitting in high cotton. This is uh this is when you enjoy what you have for the moment and get your ass handed to you when that bill come in the mail. <laughs> you start trying to figure out what the hell happened and why is your bill forty eight dollars higher? Well, you know why you press that button. At any rate, <laughs> right? I mean, you already know it's coming. Like you know the budget for it. But but also like it, those who are under old agreements already have a bag attached, and and I would d- dare say a nice one. You're also getting things like merchandise incentives. Like you you right. have you have things that are being loaded into your contract that newer contracts allegedly don't have. Yeah, newer contracts are if you sign for a million dollars, that's what you're earning. There's no. Um, the, the downside guarantee is over. It's just a guaranteed contract. There's no, oh, I, I'm my base salary is seven fifty, but with X number of dates wrestled plus merchandise plus pay per view bonuses, I could be you know seven figures. I could be my base my downside guarantee is six figures, but with all the other intangibles, it could be seven figures. Those days don't exist. Unless you have one of those old deals or you're says, fuck it, I'm going to negotiate with that in mind. I would feel like somebody like Roman would put that in there. Um he's Randy one he, he was, I was say he's one of maybe three talents and and I'm I'm, I'm gonna name the three. Uh Roman, Randy, Miz. You may not like Miz. Add, add Seth. Uh, you think you think Seth is going up that high? Actually, no, no, no. you know what? No, 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 no. You're right. Add Seth. You're right. Add Seth. Well, I, okay, we're listing. Wait, what are you listing people for? Because I'm listening for. I'm, I think I'm listing them for a different reason. Okay. Confirm. I am. I'm listing these people that, in a contract situation, either have or would be able to request funding 
from you know uh, merchandise sales. Like they would still have that on top of their guarantee. So Miz, I would I think could do it. I don't think that he has the merch for it. Um, AJ, we can add AJ because AJ brought the same logo that he's had for the last 15 years to WWE with him, which was, I've never seen that happen before. Well, let's keep it G. Nobody has super fire ass merch except maybe what Street Profits, New Day had a stretch where they had dope ass merch. The Bloodlines got dope merch, and then everybody else might get a, a cool T-shirt. The the Mrs. My balls are massive. That shirt probably is selling the fuck out. But <laughs> there, I mean, just being real, like there's not a lot of super fire merch. There's just stuff that you like every so often, and then you get somebody like me. It's like, bro, how many black T-shirts am I gonna buy? And then there's that. So. Uh, but, but, but keep, keep but, the mixtape. Who, who, who else could neg- who else could make that request and negotiate? I want merch money. I want a percentage of my merch. All right. So Roman, because he is a tribal chief, the tribal chief, the head of the table, your universal grand champion, your WWE grand champion, and he has uh, he's he's the face of the company. Whether people like it or not, he he's he's the upper echelon. Randy Orton. No no, no argument. Randy Orton, he's this generation's undertaker. He's the locker room leader. He's the veteran in the locker room. The only person within the company that has been there as the any longer, same amount of time would be Brock Lesnar and John Cena, but they left. Orton's been there the entire time. Um, and you can also add those two people to the mixtape. Anytime they sign anything new as far as their agreement, they're going to want percentage of merch money. Or, or they should. Miz for longevity. I can uh, see that. Uh, he's he's been there. He's been through the trenches. He's he's uh, he's homegrown talent. He's tenured, definitely. Seth, because of his contributions to Facts. Raw and SmackDown. Facts. You can you you can take away NXT. You can take away FCW. It doesn't even matter. Seth done brought back the Coco Beware shades on TV. It's just he yeah. We, I, I agree with that one. Three years ago, we were calling him Kung Fu Panda. Even gave him theme music. This man's a drip god. Uh, okay, sure. For for, for for TV purposes. For TV purposes. I, I mean, everybody everybody likes what they like. I'm not I'm I'm not gonna assassinate anybody's taste. Uh, who else can go? Bray Wyatt. Uh, uh, so you, hey, so before before you go into a dissertation about Wyatt, it might. Remember the fiend and the merchandise that was sold. I was just about to say, only for the stuff that he creates, his intellectual property, which I would dare have written into the contract a uh, so, some some language that states that anything fiend related belongs to him. Anything Bray I mean, White, that, that's it, that's complete ownership of a concept. I'm saying. Bray Wyatt is a big enough entity right now for what's going on in Stanford that in the contract, he could say, I'll take whatever the number is you're giving me annually, but I want a piece of my merchandise. I, I like in this return 
and, and I agree with you. I like this, this return to when uh, Angle went out to train for the Olympics in 2012, came back, and then tried to work his way up from the bottom. Um, I think I think Bobby Lashley is probably big enough to make that request and get get it. Last now, does he get does he get fire ass merch? Not nah. Exactly. <laughs> but, but star power wise, is he in a position where he can make that request and then? put some emphasis on having merchandise i think so um the last five years that he's he's been back is it has been five at this point right i or coming coming up on so. five i think so so 17 18, 19, 19. Nah, he's you got to be at least a six piece so you know he came he came back after we started the show right yeah well so it would still be 2017 2018 he came back we, 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 st- we started the show in 2018 we started the show in 2017 you no tripping. March of 2018 you are tripping I, right I, I, I will I will bet you $100 on that right now that we started the show March of 2018 I'm not betting you shit because if you saying Bobby Lashley came back in 2018 I already know we off point so let, let me let me see when Bobby Lashley returned. That's that's my question is when he returned. I'm not questioning when we started the show. I know when we started the show. Either way, six six, <laughs> six piece fried hard. We not yeah we're not gonna waste too much time on this. Six piece. He been back for six. He been balling on the hoe for at least the last three. Super strong. Ball 2018. So it was. So it was it was right after we started. All right. Yeah. So yeah. Um. But yeah. So. These, these five years to me have meant more than his first three years that he had with the company regardless of what happened in between time with you know Impact TNA whatever you want to call it or Bellator his last five years to WWE have been more impactful than his first three years were when he came into the company that's an interesting discussion because for all intents and purposes that three years it does include a a WrestleMania main event that involved <laughs> yes. a lot of people. <laughs> a gang member. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. A gang member and then several several participants in organized crime. So that, it's a gangster party. That, that was a, that was in 2007 at WrestleMania, WrestleMania 23. 23. It was a fucking gangster party. So like you're you're a co-main event for that i can't necessarily think of anything else that's like super impactful from that ecw champion ecw champion wwe ecw is not something i associate with the ecw i love two different things the only other thing that he had going for him if you remember he had an undefeated streak for almost a year so yeah I mean, you're right because he's he's in the last five he's main evented WrestleMania once. I mean, we, we he's been with um, Leo Rush, which was a hell of a run. He's been with uh, we we can forget the whole Lana shit. Um, That's part of what puts you know kind of makes it like uh, these last five everything about these last five oh six everything about these last six ain't exactly been roses. But these last three, oh, now if you put these last three against his first three, by far, by 
far. Yeah, not even close. Period. Not, not even, even close. close. I mean, hurt hurt business twice. So you can put hurt business the first time versus the first three is like listen you can put his first re- hurt the- business run against damn near any run <laughs> facts the, the the half-ass reboot that they tried when he was beefing with goldberg that never quite materialized all the way I don't I don't respect I don't recognize that. that yeah. You know No, nah, that ain't that I no, no. Real rocket real recognize real and you looking kinda unfamiliar. <laughs> so yeah. so I, I feel like Bobby Bobby could make that request though. I don't think anybody else gets that. And if we're gonna add one more to the mix, uh well I mean I New Day. I mean, obviously. Yeah. Um, obviously. Yeah. Anything involving New Day. Like, if any. That's kind of crazy, though. Like, well, I take that back because all three of them, they sign contracts. They're, they're literally synced up on the clock. So they all sign at the same time. So, yes, they're, they're more than capable of making that request. The only one who may be off right now, maybe, maybe Big E. Well, they all resigned at the same time. So, but, but talent wise, but the in, you know the the injury clause that, that I call the Luke Harper clause. Look, they did that shit to Luke Harper because he was, he was requesting to leave, to leave at yeah. the same time AEW was was doing their shit. They didn't know what AEW was gonna be. At I guarantee you, Big E will not have a rollover clause if he ever becomes in ring talent again. Do you know the shitstorm that would come from that? I mean, <sighs> yeah, let that shit breathe. <laughs> that's that's delicate. That's you that's took delicate. a fucking you took a fucking world champion and put him in the ring with a rookie. In, in what is an accident, a work accident, and Ridge Holland has been, you know, he's been contrite. He's, you know, handled his business and walked his dogs about this. But dump him on his head on a concrete floor with about what we're going to call three and a half to four inches of padding. We'll say two. It don't even matter because that man, that, that man's damn near three hundred pounds and came came crashing down on the top of his head. Like, I don't give a shit how much padding you got, and break that man's neck in a place so severe and so sensitive that if he hear a song he like, he gotta take it easy. A smaller, per, a smaller person, we're having a whole other conversation about him. Let that shit breathe. If he hear a song he like. He got to take it easy. The ability, the, the fucking C1. That's the bitch right up under the skull. If motherfucking Buster Rhymes come on, if Buster Rhymes break your neck, come on. Horrible choice. But that song comes on, you can't participate. Yeah. <laughs> and then you going to tell me when my fucking contract run out? And it's time for me to either do like 
the ambassador deal or the legends deal or just another version of a talent contract possibly move into like some commentary shit and you're gonna tell me i gotta or just fuck it i'm done period you're gonna make me you're gonna make me serve the time i've been sitting boy fuck you so we we bring all that up all this money talk up to talk about coach prime goat goat prime goat prime goes from the the broadcast booth to coach jackson state university hbcu for those not Mm -hmm. know historically black college and university arguably one of the greater athletic programs overall around throughout the, the Southwest Atlantic Conference also known as the SWAC one shout one out my guy Seeley former running back one double A squad uh, coaches them to an undefeated season um, and upon his I guess uh, star power to bring Adin millions of dollars worth of commerce into the city of Jackson to break SWAC attendance records game after game. They didn't get paid for. That he did not get paid for. Cause we doctoring the numbers at the door. To have among the highest attendances per game in Division One football. And we're talking about ranked up there with the powerhouses of like Ohio State, Michigan. Now, mind you, the stadium's not that big. It's not nearly yeah, the, the size of, of like yeah, a Yeah, the capacity's not the same. But to be consistently ranked among the higher in attendance in all of Division One football is a feat within itself. He brings top recruits from... Colleges who have signed blue chippers to scholarships brings them in the Jackson to de- decommit from their D one uh, D one A schools to come to the powerhouse schools to come to a swag school. Mm-hmm. Even brings his son to the school, displaying the power of influence. And for him to take a a powerhouse and a conference that's viewed as less than and turn them into something of national revel like you're looking people are looking at this school Jackson State had games on ESPN they got other schools there are nine schools in the SWAC I believe and I turn on randomly and see the school that I went to University of Arkansas Pine Bluff on a syndicated nationally televised game against Florida A&M new to the swag mind you Florida Florida A&M is I'm watching this game on the same day Jackson State's playing Grand and, uh, sorry Jackson State's playing uh, Southern rather on ESPN and we have people up in arms because coach oh sorry Goat Prime has uh, has graced his presence on NFL game day on ESPN which is a very highly coveted like when game day is at your school People show up and show out. Yep. What does he get for his efforts? He gets rewarded 
by being able to be a rec- uh, a, a top tier recruitable coach to a failing former powerhouse program at the University of Colorado. The Buffs. The Buffaloes. Shout out Cordell Stewart. Rest in peace, Rashad Salam. He goes from a $300,000 per year contract to a, correct me if I'm wrong, it's $5 million a year? $5 million a year, a guaranteed $200,000 raise every year. And uh, apparently there is a list of benchmarks that if he uh, is able to hit those within a certain time period, there is a potential for a 40% raise after that. This is a program that went 1-11 this year. Their quarterback had a total of 600 yards on the year. Not his two, fault. Two wins is a complete improvement. <laughs> it's a, like it's a one. It's a one hundred percent improvement. Yeah, anything after two wins is like he's saved the program. Literally brought it back from yeah. his lowest point. If he, it, it not if when he pulls it off. Win absolutely. And he was at Jackson State. What two years? Yes, two two years of a four year contract, four year contract paying paying three hundred thousand dollars a year, um, and he has to pay back the, the last two years, half. Well, he has to pay a half of the remaining contract, which is basically one year. paying for one year. Now, the argument comes. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me, I, there, I'll, I'll get to the argument here in a second. What argument? There are pundits who argue this. Fuck them. I agree. This ain't for them. I agree. This, this ain't for them. At, at its at its lowest common denominator, it's a promotion. Like if you take all if you take all of the other shit, all of the accusations that are being made by the pundits and you know Gen Pop and all of you know the court of public opinion that operates on the internet, take that out. And then take out everything that you know has become public about the relationship between Deion Sanders and and the university. Um, take out, just take everything away from it. Look at it at its lowest common denominator. It's a promotion. Swap, have you ever it's a person? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. It, it's just, it's a person leaving one job for another job in the same field that pays more. It's a promotion or it's not even a lateral move. It's an upward move. But I'm a, go you, ahead. You, you also bring on people that you had on your staff who weren't being paid properly, who will now see the biggest financial opportunity they have ever seen this side of playing professional ball. Factual. Suave, let me ask you a question real quick. Shoot. Because money-wise, I already know the, the answer to this question. And if the answer to this question related to, related to money and the increase of funds for doing the same job at a different location uh, for that much of an increase is any different than what my answer is, this is our last podcast. Okay. I know it's not. Therefore, I don't have to say anything. 
That said, have you ever known firsthand the feeling of having your home or at the very least your car broken into? Car, yes. Home, no, because I don't have any justifiable homicides on my record. But yes, car, absolutely. (laughs) I've had the misprivilege of coming home once knowing who did it and watching my merch or what what begot what became of my merch drive away across four states afterwards. Mmm. That uh, should make you want to take a road trip. You dig? And uh <laughs> or a quick flight, I'll meet you where you at. Couldn't do anything about it. And then the next time I remember getting off the school bus uh, right before, actually, it was the it was the Friday that we let out for the holiday break, and I come home and see my door was literally kicked off the hinges, mm. and uh, there may have been even a third time. There may have been even a third time at at, at this house, and it's not a feeling that I want to ever. Uh, feel again ever in life right especially now being older of age there are things that come along with this that said goat prime while coaching a football game for his beloved university jackson state not his alma mater but that's where he, well, that's who pays him so that's i'm gonna call him clay i'm gonna call him clay mm-hmm Goes to the locker room for a post-game press conference after putting a lashing on some opponent, and he can't even celebrate because while he was playing, while he was coaching this game, some kids broke into his office and stole everything that was of substance to him: his jewelry, his wallet, credit cards, cash. Um, multiple times they broke into his son's car. Um. And this is all, like, I've always told, help those who help themselves. He's already helping people to help themselves. But these degenerates help themselves at the most opportune time that they could have. For someone who was doing way more than he could have to give back to a university, the only thing they did was give him a coaching job. Why in the fuck does anybody chastise Go Prime for leaving for a better opportunity to provide, regardless of what he already had in his pockets. You don't know what is it was what's in his wallet. No Capital One. You don't know what's in his wallet. So why are you in it when it comes time for him to leave a black school for a predominantly white university and a powerhouse conference? Number number two. There are people who are talking like talking about this, asking these questions like, "Why did he leave?" and he's a, and saying that he's a sellout when they never even had the the I guess uh, the, the I can't say audacity or I can't say the the trials, but there are definitely there's definitely an, a uh, a a path that comes with going to an HBCU. Everybody has had a story at an HBCU that's going to an HBCU. Hell, I've had a few of them. 
Hell, I didn't go to one and I have a couple stories. You see what I'm saying? Like, have you ever tried to see what, what the financial aid process looks like in HBCU? And mind you, I didn't have financial aid. Nope. I didn't have loans or, or grants. Nope. And just being able to have to go back from building to building and deal with one of maybe three people and hope that you know somebody or they know your, who, your, who your parents are or something to that effect where you can actually get a leg up and actually get the help that you deserve to have versus being talked at and looked down upon because you're just another ne'er-do-well versus going to a predominantly white university and having their financial aid center look like a damn call center. You look like you're going to CarMax. And that's a compliment. <sighs> I, I don't understand why uh, we as I, black I, people. I'll tell you why. We as black people are, are doing everything we can to tear down opportunity to say things like, here we are back at ground zero. Oh, so the last two years didn't matter. The fact that he's bringing coaches along with him and players along with him to give them better no. opportunities to learn and grow and become players. Go ahead, Suave. So, you asked why. And before I even get into speaking about the inner workings of our community, because I have a, I have a sort of a, I have an issue with that, but that's, that's separate, and I'll address that after this. <clears throat> we live in a time in the world now, mind you, this is uh, uh, again, I'm taking taking race, religion, sexual orientation, taking all that out. We live in a time and in a world where we look at athletes, entertainers or anyone who comes into a windfall of financial breakthrough. But in particular, actors, actresses, athletes, entertainers, rappers, singers, those types, people who are on television, famous, and also have the perception of having great financial stability. We live in a time where those people are looked at by the general population or gen pop as I call them they are looked at in a light that means no matter how they got to that point they owe everybody else so regardless of whatever work you put in whatever whatever you sacrificed to get to, to that point um however long you had to hone your craft, whatever disappointments you went through, once you get your breakthrough, you now owe us because somehow we're going to claim responsibility for your success. So now you have a generation that is entitled to the success and the fruits of other people's labor. That whole line that, that got famous a few years ago, you wasn't with me shooting in the gym. Hmm. It's real. You wasn't with me shooting in the gym. If and, when, yeah. if and when I choose to give back, that's my choice. 
how much or how little. It's my choice. Whether or not I even publicize it, my choice. So the conversation of counting a man's pockets and being upset because he took another opportunity, he he paid his way out. So you can't say he just left him and then, you know, whatever situation, not to mention the fact that him leaving opened an opportunity for another person who was not making that kind of money. Come on, man. So now <laughs> the next coach who's been named, who is also who was also on the staff already with those kids putting in work. Now he has an opportunity to move into another tax bracket. With the ble- with the blessings of Dion, blessings of the university, he even during the process of him accepting the job at Colorado, he said, "Look, this is who I think should be the next coach. You already know who my, who my feeling is." Luckily enough, that person who was highly recommended by the NFL Hall of Famer is now the coach. So now he is reaping the benefits, and now he can pay it forward with the next group of people that he brings along, the next group of kids that he coaches, the next uh, group of staff members that he brings on to start making money doing something that they love to do. And it's not just volunteer work. Even if at different points during Dion's tenure, his staff wasn't even making substitute teacher money. But this, this entitlement to other people's success it's the thing that it's the thing that makes social media and the internet so fucking toxic. You sit in whatever space that you're sitting in, whether you're on a smartphone or a tablet or a laptop, in whatever financial condition that you are in, and you will dictate how another person should be spending, enjoying, and or donating their money. Meanwhile, you haven't held the door open for anyone in six months. You probably spent more time leaning on it to make sure it stayed closed and you do opening it, opening it for anyone. So, so just that in itself, and that that is not that that's a blanket statement that doesn't that's not just a black community thing that's not just a non-black community thing it's a, it's that's a community a blank, thing that's a community <laughs> thing that's a blanket statement for the entire the entire commune everybody everybody all of them and you <laughs> just just in case you listen and you thought you was exempt no you no, we, and we, the motherfuckers we're specifically talking about you specifically uh it so that that frustrates me by itself because you don't see the residual effects all you see is somebody been telling you yes 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 they gave you the blueprint for what was possible showed you how to implement that blueprint and made you a believer they show and prove which just you know that's hip-hop terminology show and prove go prime it goes without saying you have our unwavering support. Right. Coach Goat Prime, show and prove, gave you the blueprint, executed the blueprint, 
and then pass the baton to the next person. That's exactly what you're supposed to do. Look, my personal preference probably would have been for him to coach there 10 years, just because I like the vibe. However, can't knock that man's hustle. If you can't pay him the way he deserves to be paid for the way, for the job that he's done, and you can't let him enjoy the uh, the benefits of coaching a championship game for uh, for the, the the biggest opportunity that school will ever have at a at a serious bowl. I mean, Look, if the, the alumni not kicking in, the the boosters ain't kicking in. Let, let, hold now on, let, let's 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 leave the school aside for a second. I never we we lived through Snowmageddon twenty twenty one. Right? Mm-hmm. Not a pretty time here. And I don't know for how long it was for you, but for me, it was 116 hours minus one strategically placed in the middle of that 116 without power. I never want for anyone to have to endure the ability to bathe in a college, in a college public swimming pool for the sake of the city's infrastructure not being... Uh, above above standard enough to withstand a storm. Cool, cool, one hundred percent agree with you. Um, th those that's one of those things like that's completely outside even the university's control. It's it's but the it's within the city, which that city is a capital city. These are things that you don't expect in twenty twenty two. <laughs> all of the above 100% just now let's see did I finish my thought on Coach Prime Coach Goat Prime I have no argument about what he's chosen to do I see what he's doing but it looks it, it to me it immediately came off like you had somebody that had always told you yes or done for you when you couldn't do for yourself or just provided you with opportunity after opportunity, answered every question, did everything the way you wanted it done. And then the one time you got a no, it was like they never did anything for you at all. And you had that type of smoke for them. It's been happening so, since before us. It will continue to happen after us. Which is the sad part. I just hope somebody hears us and changes... Like, I don't want you to change your opinion. I want you to change your actions. Right. Okay. Well, you mad Dion left. Well, he gone. He ain't coming back. We want Boy. HBCU to be. Yeah, he gone. He ain't coming back. He not finna get that five mil back. So you can let that go. So, okay. You want a superstar coach that's going to give high profile attention? Motherfuckers saying they made hove. Made hove say, okay, so make another hove. That might be the most overquoted statement on in this show's history right there that this is james that statement that you just made is james brown funky drummer to hip-hop facts so now you have an opportunity if jackson state is your chosen team matter of fact i, I will i'll implore our community now i'm talking about us i'll implore our community look at all the schools in the swag if you didn't go to any of them pick one the one you pick is the one you rep for Make somebody else famous. I don't, you know, that's something else I don't get. I don't get how people who went to school in the SWAC to have football programs, 
be cheering for D1A powerhouse schools like they went there. Schools that Look, wouldn't have you if you wanted to go there. And there's that part. Like I don't, I don't, I'm not knocking it. I, I just don't understand it. Sports fandom is always some funny shit. It's just like I always had them, them weird ass moments when I'm like, motherfucker, you were born and raised in Dallas, Texas. You ain't never left this bitch. You ain't never put no money on a plane ticket to leave this bitch, but you rooting against the Cowboys and for the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I was Boy, be- fuck I was, you. I was specifically about to say the Eagles. <laughs> yo, 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 country ass ain't never been to Philadelphia. And if you had been, and you had a little bit more knowledge about how Philadelphia operates, you might not be so quick to jump on that bandwagon. Danger two. Fruit of my loins. Firstborn son, <laughs> if you will. Fruit of my loins. <laughs> that boy, honors college student right now. You know, I can't I can't say enough good things about that man. Facts. Grew up an Oklahoma fan. Currently attending Oklahoma State. What is the one thing you don't do at Oklahoma State while you attend Oklahoma State? Uh, wear University of Oklahoma merch. That's that's part of it. That's one of them. The other thing What's is other cheer one? for Oklahoma while going to Oklahoma State. Same, same. And that's what he does. He's also <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> like 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 he ain't never left the house. Nah, but but no cap. That's that's also part of this current generational thing we're caught up in trolling is the new american pastime it hasn't been baseball in decades he is the exception not the rule anybody else i would say is trolling i say this is just unmitigated passion because he <laughs> and i and honestly he's an eagles fan where he he was a saints fan but I, and i don't and this is when he finally started watching football he was a saints fan for a brief moment in time but he has like by far attached himself to the eagles Mm-hmm. And I'm not mad at him because he he has a firm belief system. Cool. It makes for a great conversation. Absolutely. <laughs> well, see, I, I, okay, because I'm guilt. I'm technically guilty of this too. I grew up as a my, and I'm still a Miami Hurricanes fan. Okay. Because I saw Michael Irvin, I saw Russell Maryland, I saw you saw the- you saw you. The same, the same program I saw in Oklahoma in the 80s, you saw in the 90s. Go ahead. If you go watch ESPN 30 for 30, The U, part one and two, I lived that watching it in real time. That was the kind of football I've always wanted to play. It looks fun, you dominate, and then you turn up during, and after, and before. So, lifelong Miami Hurricanes fan. Yes, I've been I've been to Florida. Yes, I've been to Miami. <laughs> but I don't have to I don't have to clown University of Texas or Texas AM or um UTEP or North Te- University of North Texas. I don't have to troll any of those schools in the state for me to be a fan of the Miami Hurricanes man I don't have to talk about you because we don't play each other and that that's the that's the weird dichotomy that exists here it's like it's not only I like what I like but I like what I like and then I have to fuck over what you like 
and I'm gonna talk about what you like more than I talk about what I like. Boy, fuck you. <laughs> Uh, that's that's enough about that, man. I we just we we wanted to let that sit long enough for us I to be able to. Get, the, I thought all the smoke had died off of it, but now you know ugh. it's gone. It's gone. But here's some smoke. Here's some smoke. We were talking about hey, money. Is that wait, we, wait, but, but one last thing. Hey, for our community, stop expecting everybody to do the most for you for the least. Everything's not gonna get done on like oh I see you trying so I'm gonna go ahead and give it to you I, no can I can I add to that please stop expecting those who have the power to do things that you know that you would never do if given said power boy boy <laughs> like okay I, I've heard this before uh and this isn't about anybody in our community. It's just in the community. Such and such has X billions of dollars. There are X number of people on planet Earth. Person A has enough money to give each person on planet Earth X amount of money and still have Y amount of money. So they should just give everybody that amount of money the fuck did you put in on this? <laughs> Am I going to be able to write this shit off as a charitable donation? You fucking dependent? Boy. Like, stop stop making world plans for world domination with other people's money. And, and there's that. But speaking, for, speaking of plans for world domination and being in somebody else's pockets, bro, you ready for this one? Run it. Reports of have a whole episode off this. Reports have floated around today following the uh following a, a live version of NXT with a winner NXT women's champion and Roxy aka Roxanne Perez shouts out because bitch Texas Texas dethroning Mandy Rose but reports have circulated today that Mandy Rose is no longer employed by World Wrestling Entertainment not because she lost the match but why she was uh, allegedly forced to drop the title it was it was supposed to go down at uh, an NXT event coming up at the top of the year um, but for whatever reason, they they pulled the trigger early and then released her. The alleged reason is the fact that she had some explicit content, adult content behind a paywall of a fan site. Oh, excuse me, oh, allergy. <laughs> Holy fans! Oh, excuse me, excuse me. Ah. Um, that had gotten leaked out. And if it's what I saw, it's pretty racy. But mm-hmm. there is apparently terms in the contract mm-hmm. that were violated mm-hmm. because this content got out. 
it could mm-hmm. be it, it's it's been discussed that it's because of the agreement that WWE has with Mattel that the talent has with Mattel for his toys that you because, can't because you're going to be a fucking toy Tar- in, targeting in the store children. you're going to be a a toy you're going to be an action figure that not that you produced not that you ordered that the company you work for is in agreement with a toy manufacturer to produce. Go ahead. And then also the fact that you can't make this money while you're signed to WWE because it falls under the social media guidelines. I mean, we haven't from, we haven't heard from Ryan in the month of Sundays, but I can tell you behind this one. Price just went up. My dog. <laughs> hey, <laughs> look, I'm slacking, but posts are coming to the official IG and all the social channels of BPBC. Hey, OG Ron been out here holding holding it down and flying the flag for the gang. <laughs> Shout out to Jay Cargill and Ricky Starks. They, they know the game. A lot of fucking gang shit. Jay Cargill. I'm just, I'm just saying, the hardest working man in sports, and can't nobody really convince me different. Which you bitch ass. Now, <laughs> motherfuckers can. Hey, bullshit ain't nothing. Motherfuckers can be mad that she was released. They can feel how they feel. They can argue about what what's air quotes right what's wrong about it if the terms of your agreement do not allow for this particular group of circumstances to take place and you knowingly continue to make this content in the midst of the bag that would potentially come from having an action figure manufactured by Mattel in retail stores, whether it be during the Christmas season or any other fucking season. It could be chicken season. It could be chicken season mean. (laughs) It's an egregious violation of Baggington Securitas. I get it. You like extra streams of income. Cool. You could. Okay. Here's what I do know. The majority of the people that make up the the ICW. Oh, IWC. (laughs) The majority of the people that make up the IWC. Because those are the people who are going to pay for online content for a WWE talent when they're offline. I'm 100% certain, there's that word again, 100% certain that the same people who were paying to get behind the paywall of the racy content you were doing would pay that same amount to get behind the paywall for whatever you decide to do. I bet there are people that she was employed with who got behind that paywall. Now that would just be stupid. I I'm gonna pay you for some shit I see all the time. <laughs> I'm on the road with you. 
that would just be stupid. I, or I guess if you just, you know, you want to high five your homie, like, hey, you know, take this with you. Yeah. Just yeah. give them ten dollars. But everybody who was already paid to get behind that paywall to see that content would have done so regardless of what the content was. I can tell you this too. Anybody who didn't know about said paywall knows now. And they behind right. us to see what the fucking fuss is for. Whatever bag Facts. she lost today, she got back in spades. Now that part is true. Enjoy, enjoy the windfall of money that is going to come from you producing this content. And if this happens to just say this opens the door to a change in career path, God hey, bless. God bless. I just, mean, Godspeed to you. Get to the bag however you see fit. Just know this but, is just like the the sport that you just got out of. It has a uh, a, a closing shelf curtain. life. There's a shelf life attached. There's an expiration date on this milk. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, I'm I I'm I with this shit. There's an expiration date on the jug on the jug of milk. So in in fall, reap the benefits, run the bag up. But for everybody else who feels like, cause I saw a meme and it was like. Um, and this is it'll deal with you know one of the stories we got coming up next. Person A, you know, violates uh, wellness policy. They go to rehab. Then they name two other uh, another group of people, multiple DUIs. They get a push. Mandy Rose, and then they tried to simplify what she did and say she gets fired. This is not a privilege thing. This is a motherfucker. You messing the bag up for all of us. Meanwhile. Natty Neidhart? I don't I don't think she has I don't think she has she's not she may not be in line for for an action figure at this go around. But Mandy I'm, Rose ha, as far as wrestling and TV time and this, that, and the other, would you not agree that Mandy Rose has more tread on her tire than Natty Hart? Natty Neidhart? Definitely. And I was not a shot. I would also say this. Not, so Natty, not now Natty's also thirst trapping too. There's a huge difference from thirst trapping to what uh, Mandy was doing. Not, if it's racy content, it's all thirst trapping. It just may be different levels of it. Okay, so same shit, different, same, uh, way different level. Same, same cake, different flavor. There it is. <laughs> so you know, you feel what I'm saying? Like, but that's not shade for Nat- Natty. That's not. That's not a slight. That's just looking at how long is, has Natty been wrestling? How much more cam- in front of the camera time does she have? Versus Mandy, who, let's be honest, Weakly. has not had her full potential exploited on television. I mean, but the good thing is she was she was in the right place going back to NXT. Because for some reason, for me, it didn't gel with me seeing her on uh, on SmackDown. Yeah, I mean, th- this isn't a um, a career comparison. It's just like, okay, Natty is doing what she's doing on YouTube with her sister. She's not being used on television. I don't think she's in line for another action figure. At this point, I mean, unless she's just needed, how often are you going to see her wrestle anyway? She may be in a part to where she's transitioning out of a talent situation. That is absolutely not the case for Mandy Rose. And okay, what if Mattel had said, "Oh, 
one one of the one of the talents that we we plan on trying to sell plan on trying to make this action figure of because again you got to look at the women's division and count how many of those women are bankable assets in a retail situation and mattel says you know what between this the shit that happened with vince mcmahon and fuck it it's thursday i i got i got a wild hair in my ass fuck this deal it's over <laughs> then what then i mean like seriously like then what you done fucked off a bag for me that's that big and i'm supposed to just be like all right we'll see you next week it can't happen even if i fire you and rehire you two weeks from now you cost us and you cost us more money than you could make us Think about that shit coming on the heel, off the heels of that Dion conversation. That's different right there. You cost me more money <laughs> than you could ever make me. That That's different. Like, for real. Like, you got, feel you, me you, on that. You have, to, you have to cut bags because you have to use resources to research as opposed to finding out the hard way. All because you had to find out the hard way. Boy, that's different. That's different, Suave. You might have stole in the time you've been breaking in my office in my son's car. You might have stole three hundred thousand shit because I got I got money like I had nice things. You might have stole three hundred thousand dollars worth of jewelry, but day you caught me on. You've taken more from me than you could possibly give back. <laughs> so if if Mandy Rose had somehow caused that deal to fall through. You knew she wasn't going to remain employed. And to save face in the corporate world, that's how they do shit. People get sent home, even if they come back. <clears throat> William Regal. <laughs> well, how that, many that, how many explanations? How many ver how many examples of this do you need? Like Johnny Gargano fired. He's back. William Regal fired. He's back. Uh, to, to, hell, to, Dexter Loomis. And in, in, he's back. In the interest of fairness. With William Regal, a he publicly said he was the only person to ever get a bag from WWE and AEW simultaneously. That's commendable. Number one, two. Right. He's also said that unless you hear from him, it ain't happened. That doesn't necessarily mean that he's not signed to WWE. That could also mean that he's not gone from AEW. Think about it for a second. I think there's a photograph of him and uh, him and Trips, Uncle Trips, and I think it's a new one. Fine, fine, maybe so. That does not mean that he's still gone from AEW, especially with the terms of the alleged terms of this of this deal, as per the mouth of Tony Khan. I appreciate the stance of Regal. If you didn't hear from me, it's not true, and let's be perfectly real about it. Regal is from a, a time where we don't talk about shit, so we may never know until we know. He spent 27 years not talking about shit, and we found out on, on fucking Dynamite, and he didn't want to say shit then. Well, <laughs> well, there's that. You see, what, you see what I'm saying? Okay, Regal shut the fuck up. He ain't said shit. He ain't let you see shit. He ain't took pictures of shit. He ain't rolled no video or no shit. Ain't no witnesses, what? bitch. And guess what? No witnesses. He got two bags from the, from two different companies in the same fucking year. 
<laughs> there is something to be learned from shutting the fuck up. <laughs> Come on, Suave. I'm, I'm gonna give you a. I'm gonna give you a white collar in a second. A black, your black robe, bro. You better Man, watch all out. I'm saying is like, what the fuck is? What is? We have a failure to communicate. What is your major fucking malfunction? <laughs> you think you can do whatever the fuck you want, and ain't nobody gonna check you? Like, okay, totally unrelated. Draymond Green had a fan kicked out of a, a Milwaukee Bucks game for what something that was said. And all you see in the comments under the post or the comment keyboard warriors that come out, oh, he's so soft. Oh, da, 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 da. oh he can't take it. He's a crybaby. Boy, no, fuck, fuck you. you. Actions have consequences. If you're man enough to say something, you got to be man enough to deal with the repercussions of that. And just, and and just, and just be lucky. Get, that's all he got was kicked out of the damn arena. Right. Because I'm not going to turn you into an overnight millionaire by beating the fuck out of you on live television. I'm going to have you escorted from the, from the building. Now you understand that actions have consequences. <laughs> You're going to have to stand on what you say. And when you say it, where you say it entitlement you feel like because this person has financial stability and the illusion of fame that you can address them in any way you see fit with no consequences or repercussions i know for a fact anything i say about anybody i gotta be ready to deal with good bad and different that's just the way the world works. As, as many thousands of uh, tens of thousands of listens that we've had over the last four or five years, can you can you imagine if anybody were to bring smoke to us and we and the way we're talking right now? Because we talk like this in real life, in real life, <laughs> and everything we <laughs> we stand on the chair slack, the host stands up. Uh, Boy, fuck you, all right. girl, fuck you, <laughs> everybody. <laughs> other fuck you <laughs> uh where do we go from here do we go to japan well actually no no no, no. i know we, where we need to go actually, <laughs> street, no, 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 no. Street, street fighter japan no, no we got money talk we got money talk you said japan money talk yeah no so you said japan let's go to japan all right money talk let's go to japan japan <sighs> Which <laughs> I still had them damn sounds, Andy boy. <laughs> Yo, ready? Fight. Mercedes Vernado has been talked about damn near weekly since May, uh-huh. and it was stated that her and or that she and Trinity Fatu, aka Naomi, were on their way back to WWE. We haven't seen anything that says that they are edgewise. But mm-hmm. one thing that I have that we have seen in the last few days is the fact that whatever Ms. Renato had going on, aka Sasha Banks, had going on with WWE, that has since fizzled out. Mm, I'm not so certain. I'm not so certain either. There's a there's a reason why I'm not so certain. She's slated. What's, what's your what's your reason? She's slated to compete at Wrestle Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Trip, or appear. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, not compete. You're right. She's slated to appear at Wrestle Kingdom. 
She'll be there in some form, that of which we do not necessarily know and probably won't know until it's time to know. But please believe this is about to happen when she gets over there. Yeah, we're not getting on the flight without Baggington Securitas. We don't have to have Sasha Banks. Mercedes Venado comes with a Disney tag attached. I guarantee you there won't be any leaked photos of Sasha Banks before this bag is secured for Japan. <laughs> I guarantee you she's not finna live stream from Twitch and bust it open. <laughs> for a real one or a fake one. <laughs> for a real one, a fake one, or one that's pretending. Uh how about she not? How about uh Oh, and shout out to uh, Naomi who was uh courtside with Jay Cargill at some game not that long ago. Indeed, indeed. But how about this? My reason for thinking that it ain't over with yet is that for the first time ever at the Elba, same Elba. event, mm-hmm. Machine Gun Carl Anderson will defend his never open weight title versus Tama Tonga. Also for the first time ever, Carl Anderson represents the only person to ever be signed to WWE and compete for New Japan while signed to WWE at Wrestle Kingdom. That is got to be 100% the doing of Triple H because Vincent Kennedy could never. Not it could never, would, would never. never. And if that if that is happening and we've seen like we know that this is happening, why is this too far-fetched to think that Sasha Banks can't re-sign to WWE prior to Wrestle Kingdom and be the first woman or the and and or first person of color to ever be signed to WWE and compete at Wrestle Kingdom? The press alone is worth it. It's gonna be a Black History Month fun fact. Man. Well, I don't know, cause like there were still tours of Japan, so I I'm not gonna say she's gonna be the first. No, no, a tour of Japan is just a talent loan. That we're talking, we're, we're talking about having two contracts. You think she's gonna have an actual contract with New Japan, like for more than one? For more than one what? For more than one date. I would venture to think so. Mm, I think I. This is just me. I think if Mercedes Renato is making to Japan that half day, that's a one time. That's a one off thing. Because because of the magnitude of just how you explained it and what it would mean, that's a one and done thing. That's not something like okay, we're gonna do it here. And we're gonna come back in three weeks, do it again, and then we'll wait eight weeks and then come back and do it again. Like it's not. It doesn't feel like that sort of thing. Okay. I'll give you that. There's one other looming cloud that hangs over WWE in January. What the deal? Royal Rumble. Yeah. We got a stadium show in San Antonio, Texas, where I have heard, I have read that we will have both a men's and women's 40 person Royal Rumble this year. It's just too many for no reason. 
the last time that happened, the only thing that saved it from being a complete disaster dud, dud. was Santino Morella. And it was only because of comedy and entertainment value that that, that that happened. Outside of that, yeah, 40 people, way too much. There's no need to do a 40 person. Less is rumble. more. If you can figure out how to, how to bring in 20 people and make it last as long as a 30 person battle royal and you make all the entrants matter, that's more impactful than a 40 person battle royal. Do you have 40 people that mattered do okay without going to nxt do you have 40 people on the roster to put in a royal rumble and when i say put in a royal rumble not just a warm body but a person that you would put in the royal rumble that either serves the purpose of executing a comedy spot is a real contender or adds value to the match i'm going to say no that's all I'm saying. Because when you That's start when you, when you start having a 40-person battle royal, you start breaking up tag teams. The minute you see two tag team competitors uh, in, in the ring that's on the same squad, you know. <laughs> Just with the tag teams you see on, on television, like, okay, the bloodline is going to be four. Hey. Hey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you got you got both Usos, you got Sammy, uh, Vanilla Us, and you got Solo. That's four. Then you add... Um, of, of those of those four, only one of those can win. Continue. I mean, not even trying to pick winners, but I'm just saying. No, 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 I'm just saying like this. I'm I'm not trying to pick a winner either, but I'm saying like you put four people from the same faction in, into a team, maybe into a uh, uh, battle royal. Only one of those people can win. The whole faction can't win. Obviously stated because you know there's one winner. But what I, what I'm saying is trying to get to whatever the desired number of entrants and competitors are you can get 30 you can probably get 30 in your sleep I can't see well uh, God yeah I really hate to use this term I re- I really hate to use this term I can't see the forbidden door being opened up just to pacify adding talents to the Royal Rumble the only big name for the Royal Rumble, where there'd be 20, 30, or 40 men that you could have that would matter to remotely close any close to matter for anybody to hop into that bitch is Nick Aldis. He's the only person that's out there who hasn't been in WWE who could mean a uh, a big enough story. I don't even know if it means it would it, it equate to a pop, but a big enough story. I got one for you. Go ahead. Peep this. Watch me with this pencil. Uh oh. <clears throat> um, the Great Muda and a face-off with Shinsuke Nakamura to set up. No, actually, the the Royal Rumble's on the twenty eighth. So, yeah, I was just about to match say. with Shinsuke and Shinsuke and Muda would have already happened, but that's some super cool shit to see happen. A Rumble. 
Yeah. Because it's a first time thing. It's it's like a tribute to Muda because they did, you know, they had Juice and Thunder Liger. Um, he ran NXT. In NXT before he. Yep. Yeah, in NXT before he uh, retired and he was, he was put into the WWE Hall of Fame, I do believe. Um, same thing with Muda. Like, he's a Hall of Famer for sure. Hands It'd down. Be a super cool moment. Him and Shinsuke can have another situation. Neither one of them is is gonna be in a situation where it's it's thought that they're gonna win the Royal Rumble. So, I'm not mad at, at seeing Muda at uh, at the Royal Rumble at all, especially make, in the face off against Shinsuke. To making every entrant in the Royal Rumble mean something important. Like, don't just trot somebody out there just to have a body. Like, let them mean something. Less is more in some of these situations. I don't need 40 people in the Royal Rumble to feel like this shit was going to be good. It's my favorite pay-per-view of the big five anyway. It's Christmas. They stopped. It's literally Christmas for the wrestling fan. Right. You get to unwrap a new gift every three minutes or two and a half minutes or whatever the, whatever the timer is going to be this year. But <laughs> wish they make their fucking mind up. They be changing shit on the fly. Yeah, it, it used to be ninety seconds. Then it went to two minutes. Then it's three minutes. It's like fuck it. Whenever they decide to do the countdown. But I don't need filler. Don't give me a forty song album with like fifteen filler cuts. I don't need it. <laughs> I don't. I don't want it. Like that, the mixed because we did go through a mixtape era where 45, 50 songs was a thing, or or DJs would put together a triple disc set once a fucking month. Ain't that many fucking songs that you want to hear? But again, I'm getting off on a tangent. Just don't go fucking with shit that don't need to be fucked with. Speaking of. While we're talking about money still, the WWE stock price took a little bit of a dip. <laughs> we're going to smoke a dip. All of it, not a little bit. We're going to smoke a dip. <laughs> Jeez, bro. Uh, yesterday on Tuesday. Take a wild guess why. Why the stock price dipped? Yep. Oh, and and and, and 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 this is and this is totally opinion. This is cannot this cannot be uh th- this cannot I mean, be proven. But a certain piece of news dropped. Yeah. <laughs> Keep your mind on them books and off them gals. That boy Vincent Kennedy McMahon has a an unauthorized documentary biography on Vice called the nine lives of Vince McMahon and prior to this joint airing a story broke in multiple outlets that he said that he is planning to make his return to WWE because he feels and I'm paraphrasing that the smoke has died down from his scandals from this summer suave (laughs) <laughs> so I, 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 I literally I literally hung my head in shame when I said your name after saying after stating that it's today's Wednesday the 20th Wednesday the 14th no 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 I mean oh, the story came out Tuesday, Tuesday the right? 13th yes 
So is that before or after the Wall Street Journal posted a story about another alleged sexual assault case from a new woman? That depends on when that story aired, because I was not aware of that one. Dang. Ain't no coming back, bitch. This shit over with. This, this shit over with, champ. Finito. Suave, let me ask you a question. Shoot. You're the CEO and president of a conglomerate that houses multiple entities, but you're you're you've you've made one famous, a household name, but you have a mm-hmm. bunch of different mini companies <clears throat> under this umbrella. And me. Your partner, your sahab. Mm-hmm. I'm not even a ranking official in the corporate hierarchy. Mm-hmm. I get active and cost <laughs> you tens of millions of dollars. Fuck that. Tens of that. Fuck that. Tens of dollars. <laughs> no, t- tens of dollars you can shake back from. Oh, okay. Okay. Once you get to hunt uh, tens of thousands, prop yeah, tens of thousands is enough. But go ahead. But I cost you tens of dollars. <laughs> okay. And I have I have made every woman in your organization, including your wife and child, oh, mm. uncomfortable with my presence. You gotta go, fam. For how long? Yes. <laughs> so what you're saying is for money that I can pay back. Fuck the money. You made my wife and child uncomfortable. You must go and to the land of never to return. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been my Ted questions. Like fuck the money. <laughs> fuck the money. You in in you, the immortal you, words of Pimp C, if you play with my family or my money, I will kill you. This those has, are Pimp C's words, not mine. This has nothing to do with what used to be yours, because as a shareholder, sure you can still say that you own, but this ain't your house anymore, cuz. It's the house that you built, but like, okay. I can't, I can't, I can't leave Connecticut, move to Florida, and go back to my Connecticut home that I have sold with the same keys and walk in, not wipe my feet and go straight to bed without the ability of the person who's living there and or owns the house now putting a gun to my forehead, squeezing the trigger in the name of the, uh, Make my day law. Castle law. So, I get what you're saying. I'm looking at this as Vincent Kennedy. Okay. You watch The Wire. You remember when Marlo went in the convenience store? Mm-hmm. The security guard. Yes, sir. For those of you who who are uh, inclined and and up to date on the Swavetoberfest Plus series, you'll know because we've used this clip before. You want things to be one way, but it's the other way. 
Vincent Kennedy only knows one way, one speed. Work, work, work. And the one thing that he has worked on and been most successful at his entire life is the place he can't go back to. If he's not ready to cope with that and or replace that activity with a new one that he can put an equal amount of passion into, you're going to see him start to mentally unravel because he's literally in a living hell. I'm not saying this to say he's right, wrong, whatever for wanting to come back. I'm just explaining the circumstances that are likely at play. We know all the reasons why he should not come back, but he has just as many reasons as to why he should. And at the end of the day, he's always going to have the card to play that says, I started this WWE shit. And this the motherfucking thanks I get? Boy. <laughs> like it, love it, whatever. You can't take his name off. You can't take his name off this. Uh, Regardless of what happens, you can't take his name off of it. Back, that's the good, bad, and indifferent. Uh, back to money talk again. More money. Another bag fucked up. <sighs> Bruh. I just hate to see people waste money. Matt Riddle has been written off of TV <laughs> following a second negative pop or a second positive pop on a drug test. Sir, painkiller, cigarettes, weed, Hennessy, vodka, <laughs> everything, 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 everything. You got to kick them habits, fam. Like, they don't test for marijuana, so you can get as high as eagle dandruff if you want to. Listen, this was, that was the main reason it took so long for him to come to WWE was the weed. They laxed the policy because of him. They, they laxed the policy due to Randy finding the cheat code. He's like, <laughs> okay, it's going to cost me this much every time I get fined for weed. I tell you what, I'm going to go ahead and pay the year in advance. Because weed, bitch. <laughs> Randy outsmarted the system and then all of a sudden the rules seemed really stupid let's go ahead and remove weed from the testing policy yeah it's just not there anymore we're not testing for weed but you, so mo most, of, most of the shit you can get live for they don't test for but go you, you want to get funky you want to get live you want to get funky you want to put the boot on it you you want you you want you wanted to be sensitive and be uh, and and ski. Jeez, you can't be sensitive and ski, especially on the WWE dime. No, sir. I just, I mean, <clears throat> he is. Uh, and, and his, 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 there's an unrelated story. Well, I don't. It might be related now, but there's another story about him circulating, and I'm like, oh, those two things actually go together. 
So reportedly, <laughs> when it reported, clicks, <laughs> reported, reportedly, reportedly, allegedly. So we have no liability about this statement. This is third party information. Shouts out to Lisa Samaro as I'm sprinkling the allegedly's across the board right now. <laughs> yeah, all of those. Uh, <laughs> reportedly, the 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 drug test failed. Drug test was for cocaine and MD MA MA. So Molly coke the separate story that came out about senior riddell is that he in in the vein of being rvd 2.0 is now dating a porn star <laughs> i didn't i didn't go into detail or just like great oh research to figure boy. out the name because i don't care oh but, boy if you are dating a porn star and like you just said sensitive and ski that seems like a a logical connection because the mdma does what it makes you sensitive it makes you want to engage in sexual activity and the cocaine does what heightens your awareness and keeps you literally up all night. Woo! I'm Suave Burgundy and this has been my TED Talk. Listen, uh, put some respect on the name <laughs> if you want to. Her name is Misha Montana. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. And they that. have been spotted on Instagram more than a few <clears> times. <throat> I mean, so he's just living. You are he literally, literally is living. He's living Rob Van Dam's it, life. Boy, it could not be any closer than re, to reality than that. Yes, he is. So he is <laughs> Rob Van Dam Jr. He might even go get a DNA test, bro. If we don't get Rob Van Dam back on camera as soon as these uh, this rehab stint is up for a, a tag team, like fuck tagging with Elias. I want a tag team run of Riddle and Van Dam. Can we at least get Riddle like on the left shoulder as like a conscience for like a month? It's just four weeks. It's all, it's all I want is four weeks of this. And they ain't even got to be in succession. They can just be spread across like two months if you want to do it that way. Let him be the green conscience. Van Damme be the conscience on Riddle's shoulder? Yes. Fucking right. I love it. <laughs> that is That might be the greatest booking you've ever done. <laughs> Uh, do that I care is, for the people? <laughs> oh my God, that is the greatest shit ever. So then you get Rob Van Dam in all white on one shoulder, and then Rob Van Dam in all red on the other shoulder. Giving <laughs> yes, it is. I, I, it, it, yes. It, it is literally bro versus dude. <laughs> and then you, then you shoot all. You shoot all because all these have to be pre tapes. You shoot these. And like you remember, like the '70s show when they decided to go to the basement and smoke. Oh, nothing but like you, you're circling the room, and there's nothing but a cloud of fog. And then you take castaways from the show, and you make them the people that are in the room when he's smoking. Everybody except for Danny Masterson, because fuck that guy. Right. So we're gonna have Riddle. <laughs> uh, we'll put Tazawa in there. Um, <laughs> Our truth, you gotta have our Abs truth in there. Absolutely, <laughs> our truth. Uh, Tamina, 
Oh yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I need Tamina in there because, like, just as a comedy, it's it's a curveball. Orton's got to be Orton's got to be red. He's got to be red for me. Or <laughs> we only dealing with the people smoking in the basement. Red never went downstairs to smoke with them like that. Then in that case, Did he do it like one episode. And I, I, I he might have, but if, even if he's not, then he could be uh, he could be Ashton Kutcher's character. So you can have Orton and Charlotte Flair upstairs smoking their own shit. <laughs> but um, I think. Both good brothers would probably flourish in a segment like that. Oh, um, man. I think Otis being in the circle one time would be funny as shit. Oh, Otis, like it can it can be a it can be a literally a rotation of people that are in and out of the smoking circle because we're just trying to pass the blunt around so Riddle's high enough to see Rob Van Dam. You know who would be like. <laughs> Like truth be told, just even if he did it just for like a one-time deal, not in the same episode, but Riddle, I'm sorry, uh, Rhea Ripley, and also Finn Balor. Oh, oh bruh, him smoking with Judgment Day. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, I guess you can do all of them, really. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> the OC, you can have him in, do one with the OC. You yes. might you might want to do all the faction. That might just be like that 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 could single handedly be about two months worth of TV just sessions with the other <laughs> with all the factions. Hit roll. <laughs> oh my god! Smoking with the street profits. Oh man, it's, it's gonna send the wrong message. So this is gonna get shot down immediately. But it's, like, it's about to say because Bianca would be perfect for that, especially since she be in there with uh and, with his. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> you pass the blunt one week and it's JBL and Corbin <laughs> with a special guest appearance by uh, Ron Simmons. Damn. You fucking around, fuck around say Corey Graves has the night off and then he's he's getting the blunt passed from Riddle. <laughs> Booker T. Um, who else? Like this, you could put anybody, any, anybody, and that would never get old. It's just the thing about it, you know, marijuana and you know, it, it, it wouldn't last, but it would be the funniest Shit, maybe they can do it on YouTube. <laughs> maybe maybe they can do it on YouTube and maybe not get the same backlash. I mean, just just to how our truth stole <laughs> Omas's wallet while Omas was awake wearing some damn aviators. Bro, do you know I would watch a ten piece of those segments? Like he passed the blunt one week in his fucking MVP and and Omas. Man, like there's nobody he can't pass the blunt to. Dolph Ziggler, maybe Austin Theory one week. Well, they ride in a car together, so shit. <laughs> yeah, you uh, might want to get out that car. You might want to hop out that car, boy. You gonna fuck your future up. Oh man! And then on top, <laughs> on top of that, uh, back to Japan real quick. Your boy Carl. Oh, we already talked about Carl Anderson already doing this thing. Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, yeah, we did that. Yeah, we ain't, we ain't gotta worry about that. Uh, he did that shouter. Back to Orlando then. Okay. On top of having a new NXT Women's Champion, your winners and new NXT Tag Team Champions. Tag Team back again. Your boys, the New, new day. day. Straight like that. Man, they are the official 
actually they they are the are they the only triple crown no. tag team champs? No. Street Profits and FTR also hold that. Hey, there we go. Look at you getting active this while I appreciate the backup on that. Hey, anytime. Seven star FTR. Can't forget them. Speaking of yeah, FTR, uh quick rundown of ROH and we can get the hell up out of here. Uh FTR lost. It's damn near in Dudley territory, so we might as well send them to impact so they can pick up another set. I mean, might as well. They lost the uh the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions. So your winners ROH World Tag Team Champions Them boys, the Briscoes Mm -hmm. Like it, like it Got to see gang on pay-per-view A double dog collar match, bruh Oh, a whole lot of fucking gang shit We did see gang get active Listen, I do know that with no build And an announcement three days before the pay-per-view once they said double dog collar match, this shit was going to be the, the the show stealer. Anything involving FTR's high quality content, when it's FTR and the Briscoes, it's must watch. And not, you, do you realize that they have been in the ring together a total of three times? Two three of which in suburban Dallas, Texas. Three instant classics. Man. And the God bless Texas, cause we lucky as shit. The, these, if you look at a '90s hip hop artist, right? We, we can go DMX, we can go Redman, we can go Mob Deep, we can go Nas. In, in, any of these, any of these artists with more, with three or more albums. Yeah, I can, I'll even go so far as to say DOS Effects. The first album, balls to the wall, straight bangers classic album the second album as good as the first but you have one you have a lifetime to make your first album you got six months to make your second and the six the second album usually sounds feels darker but is equally as impactful and as powerful as the first album even if it doesn't go with the critical acclaim of, of the first album but by that third album you got a little bit of money behind you Right, you you can you can kind of do some things with the production budget. You can make your engineering like you you this technology has changed. Things have progressed to the advantage of both the artist and the fan, which translates to a crispier, more colorful album. That's FTR and the Briscoes, one, two, and three. I mean, it it sucks that we weren't able to put this on AEW television. I think it would have helped a lot of things that were going on. Um, I will I will we say this. To- I'm sorry to interrupt you. I will say this. I do love the fact that they actually showed the Briscoes putting on the double dog collars during AEW Dynamite. I will say that. Cool. So uh, one small step for mankind or just a little bit. Another another two uh, Dion steps for um, Mick Foley. <laughs> See what I did there? So, but, so um, somewhere Terry Funk is smiling from ear to ear. <laughs> Your mother's a whore. <laughs> you thick sucking dog. <laughs> I gotta go. My horse is sick. So um, definitely thankful that we were able to be live and in person for one. 
uh, the set, the third of the three pack we opted out on for Baggington Securitas. Um, yeah, like it's crazy. Like match of the year candidates. Like you have three entries for match of the year candidate. You also have them individually as wrestlers of the year, the an FTR individually. Fam, fam. <laughs> And if like, and you don't have to give it to Cash, but Dax deserves the nomination. Dax deserves to be top three, no matter what happens. No matter what happens and how that that vote comes down, Dax should be one of the first three names. And I'm very much under the impression that Dax should be number one. Man, I. Matter of fact, you know what? I, I, I'm I'm gonna do this here, and we do have an award show coming up in January. Our award show is gonna be lit. It, it, don't expect to hear popular opinion. This ain't about you. If you're expecting popular opinion, you downloaded the wrong podcast. That's why I'm gonna tell you now. You better get active with the graphics, bro, because we gonna we gonna hand them shits out on social media. Yeah, yeah, I got some. you. I mean, you know, you know, Man. supplies, supplies will always bring demand. <laughs> and speaking of supplies, I don't think I haven't forgot. I gotta, I gotta, you know, pay up on my bet. Yeah, Come, you have a bet to atone for. Coming soon, coming soon. Uh, r- real quick on the rundown, let me go through the winners because every belt changed hands, so I'm not going to keep doing and new. Uh, we have Mascara Dorado, formerly uh, uh, Lince Dorado. Take uh, defeating or being defeated by Jeff Cobb in the pre-show or the the uh, zero hour, if you will. Angelo Parker, Matt Menard uh, took on Cheeseburger and Eli Isom, aka Shinobi Shadow Squad. Uh, JAS one Willow Nightingale defeated Trisha Door. This is our second time seeing Trisha Door. We actually saw her live a couple years ago. I don't know if you remember that, but uh, she uh, she has toned up tremendously since we since we saw her last in person. Uh, top flight, Dante and Darius Martin take on the Kingdom, Matt Taven and Matt Bennett, uh, and win by pinfall. Top flight does that takes you out of the uh, the zero hour. Go catch that on YouTube. It's for the free. Oh, I got some, we got some ROH news too. Then we can get out of here. Outside of this, uh, Blake Christian, Ar Fox defeated uh, LFI, uh, but then there was a bad count. Roosh decides to take matters to his own hands because the referee. It's a screwed up count and he beat the shit out of both of them dudes and got suspended for a week for his troubles Athena ROH new women's world heavyweight champion world west world women's world champion damn excuse me uh defeated Mercedes Martinez uh swerving our glory is strictly uh, aka strictly business swerving Keith Lee defeat STP Shane Taylor promotions after swerve walks out on Keith Lee um uh, and uh, it's we that story. They're not done with that yet. They're not done with that at all. The embassy uh, took on Dalton Castle and the boys, and are now your new ROH World Six Man Tag Team Champions. Uh, Wheeler Yuta defeated Daniel Garcia by ref stoppage in a Pure Rules Championship match that lasted right at right around 15 minutes. Wheeler Yuta used all of his closed punches in less than five minutes. 
Uh, and I, and maybe and also I think all his rope breaks too within five within like the first five minutes. So that was kind of crazy to see that and he still came out on top. We already told you about FTR and the Briscoes. Uh, the king of television, Samoa Joe, defeated Juice Robinson. You didn't think anything else about that one. And then the most surprising win of the night is your winner and new ROH world champion, Claudio Castagnoli, defeating uh, Chris Jericho with, uh, I believe, 40 Superman swings. That's crazy. I mean, it is lit. <laughs> I mean, look, 40, 40, 40 is, is <laughs> fucking lit. I just, you know, I, I was I was skeptical about the show until they started naming off all these matches. Even though it was last minute, they they this was a hell of a show. Like I, I'm I, not go ahead. I'm not gonna hold you. Yeah, I feel like Briscoe's FTR three should have closed that show. Easily the match of the night. It's not even a question that that was a match of the night. I get the I get the booking of saying, you know, world title goes on last. Totally understand it. If the champion was anybody other than Chris Jericho, I'd be a hundred percent behind it. With the exception but, of the uh the Athena match, I really think that the, the the top half of the or the top part of this car where the champions uh were was booked like a rap concert. I'm sorry, not a rap concert, I'm sorry. Like a uh, boxing or um uh, mixed uh, mixed martial arts card. Would, would it be built? And of course, I'm I'm always 100% down for uh, seeing the king of television get active. Come on, man. Um. Okay, let's keep it real. At no point before last Wednesday did we have any internal conversations about ordering final battle. In fact, we did it. You know who ain't going to win for YouTube uh, purposes only and shorted the damn car because it wasn't complete yet. We had to come back and add shit. But and shout we, out to our we, YouTube exclusive. And, and shout we out to still didn't finish going. it. I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I say shout out to our first YouTube exclusive content and shout out to the, the people that poured out of the trees to go see it. Yeah, man. Numbers running the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. Expect more of that. We appreciate you. Facts. So, um, but internally, now when, when we first fi- figured out where Final Battle was and the close proximity that we would be to that area, we had every intention of going. Dog, you, no cap. You stay five minutes from this fucking arena. Mm, yeah, if I get all green lights. <laughs> still. <laughs> still, I'm in close enough proximity. Um, just the whole, the whole thing is like, we were planning to go, the bag came calling and when the bag calls, we answer. So, and, but that was when we first knew we didn't know what the card was. Hell, almost no one knew what the card was till about two weeks out. Nothing about the card that we knew said, uh, we gotta be here. We gotta be here. That was more of a business decision to go. At, right. At, at, you know at, at you, the you, point that we decided that we were going, it had nothing to do with what was on the card. Right. You exactly because you know we're conducting business here. Some of these other yahoos are just fucking around. But <laughs> and, as, and as the great Swab Burgundy once said, "I refuse to go back and forth with you, goofy motherfuckers." <laughs> <laughs> 
Did I say that in a song or an episode? You said that on episode 27 of EWAV. Okay, I keep, I keep, I was like, damn, what song is that from? <laughs> now I'm going to have to say it. But, um, yeah, once we figured out we weren't going to be in attendance, we were hesitant about buying the paper. I didn't check to see how much it cost, literally, until we hear about FTR Briscoe's three double dog collar match. To which, what was it, like Friday? I messaged you like, are we buying, are we, what's up, we getting this or what? I was, I, I just said, yeah, because this is what we do. And now, even with the double dog collar, I'm still skeptical. 40 bucks. Win. Like, they got off with that. Like, no cap. Like, with the, if you took, and I heard, I heard another podcast say this, so I, I am borrowing. But if you take FTR Briscoe's three off of this card, it's an episode of Rampage. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. And I and when I heard it, I was like, damn, you right. So the question the question here is, do you give a bonus to Briscoe's FTR? Because they also we've also found out. You absolutely should. If there are pay-per-view bonuses going out. FTR and the Briscoes should have a pay-per-view bonus. No question. No discussion. I will say I, I have seen or I'm sorry, I have heard. I don't know if it's true or not because, you know, there's always capping this kind of thing. But this was the largest grossing final battle from a gate standpoint in attendance in the history of Ring of Honor. That's going back almost 20 years. Well, considering final battles were typically always in new york maybe they might have had a few in chicago and the venues were much smaller uh i can totally believe that i certainly would believe it from a pay-per-view standpoint because i don't know a ring of honor pay-per-view that's ever cost 40 bucks um i think the, maybe the, the the one earlier this year right and before that because they typically they i mean they've been on honor club forever for what 20 and that reminds me ring of honor is coming back to uh, honor club uh, $9.99 per month pay-per-views will be available within 90 or after 90 days from the airing date uh, for that same $9.99 per month and for that $9.99 per month you get access to the entire Ring of Honor catalog mm, how do you feel about this it's it's one home for all the content you can't say that about any organization right now even impact there's some holes but all and actually impact might be the only other place if i if i if i'm if i'm being honest impact may be the only other place where you can get consistency and storyline from uh conception to uh current day now they, they still had a thing where you had a delay on the pay-per-view payoffs so that's that's a thing too well even, i mean not, not just that. i'm just talking about like going back and checking it like if you want to go find out the roots of ring of honor from the very beginning like you can't do that on the wwe network for wwe uh, uh for a world class you can't do it for you can't damn sure can't do it for mid-south uwf you damn sure can't do it for mid-atlantic you damn sure can't do it for georgia championship because that's not even on there you can't yeah. get stampede on there it was on there for a whole what two days before they pulled that shit down like there's impact and yeah. ring of honor and that's pretty much it well, both of those companies are only 20 years old. So 
with WWE, how far are you trying to go back? You trying to go back to the 50s when it was Vince Senior, or are you trying to go from? I mean, you, um, you can go champion. You can, you can go capital like the championship wrestling days, like 1970s when Vince took over. Vince, sorry, Vince Junior became a uh, an announcer. If you want to do that, I'm sure at some point you would get that. No, I was just because you said you can't go back to the beginning of WWF, and I'm like, exactly how far are we trying to go back? Like. That I I don't even want to question like the breaking lineage. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't even know if they're if, if WWE or WWF even had a break. Um, AWA. I, I don't even know if you can go back in, to the beginning of, of AWA, but like they had two heydays. They had a heyday in the 70s and one in the 80s. I there's only I I, I feel what you're saying, but I also look at it like. If you're going to try to go back to show one episode one, you, you really only have that ability, like f- foolproof ability. You only really have that with the two you named and possibly the transition from NWA to WCW. From WCW day one, yes, that is very possible because they weren't a touring brand at the time. No, I'm sorry. They were and they stopped touring. That's but when there's they went also to a lot of W. There's also a lot of WCW programming missing from the network right now, or missing from Boy. Peacock. Boy, because like you don't have any of the syndicated, you don't have the worldwide, worldwide. You, you don't have NWA Pro. Yeah, you don't have a lot of uh, even Championship Wrestling from Florida when they main were e- main event that would come on Sundays here in in, in the area. So that I mean, there's a lot of different stuff missing, and there's holes and all type of stuff, but. Yeah, just are you willing to add another another streamings? Are you that big of a fan of Ring of Honor? What they've done in the past and what is potentially coming in the future? Are you big enough of a Ring of Honor fan to put another ten dollars into your streaming service budget? Me, hell no, because I'm already watching enough TV as it is. The last thing I want to do is go back and see some shit that I ain't watched. I mean, it's a tax write off, but yes. <laughs> like just my regular TV watching right now alone. I mean, hell, BMF uh, blowing money fast. That is just ended. Coming back. <laughs> no, no, blow, no, blowing money fast just ended. Yeah. yeah, the uh, the BMF the series comes back in January. Uh, Yellowstone is at fever pitch. Uh, Man, I just I just started from season one, episode one. So yeah, of, M- of what of Yellowstone? Yup, bro. I just I, I was watching passively with my wife from season four. I'm all in on season five. And so I'm going back to watch seasons one, two, and three on the break. Bro, uh, season one, episode one, I'm in from like first 20 minutes. Uh I'm I'm watching Tulsa King right now for, for obvious reasons. Uh and it's a fire ass show. The uh the king of uh was it the mayor of Kingstown comes back in January. Uh we're still awaiting uh season two of Heels. Uh, oh, you know another show on stars that is like it's complete bullshit, but it's it's like the car wreck you can't look away from. Talk to me. Step up high water. I, I <laughs> So okay, I will put this disclaimer on there. If you are entertained by music based shows that have a lot of original music in them, even something to the effect of possibly like an empire or give me another show that's in the same vein uh empire soured me um 
because it, it went overboard. There, there was this, there, this isn't country, quite overboard. There's a country version of Empire that kind of intrigues me that just came out. Facts. Mm. Give me another. Uh, oh, even um, uh, shit. Uh, down in the valley. Ah, P Valley. Yeah, P Valley. So even like that, there's a lot of original music. It's music themed. It's music based. The soundtrack is what brings the content forward so it's that type of situation um with step up high water it's a it's a transition from a youtube series to being a full-scale uh running series there are there are inconsistencies like with any fucking show but the entertainment value can be there if you're willing to to sacrifice a couple of hangups. I can dig it. Without without saying everything, you're saying a lot. Right. Now, if you're a person that makes music for a living or has ever done it in any hot any level above novice, there are going to be some things that fucking irk you. But other than that, if you if you into messy TV. Absolutely. <laughs> That's more so what it's for. If you're in the messy TV, watch it. Speaking speaking of more TV, as we wind down from uh actually probably probably gonna happen like right in the middle of BMF, the return and the final season of uh Snowfall is coming coming to us. Uh I built this shit. Brick by brick. Yeah, oh Franklin Franklin broke broke right now too. Can't wait to see how that ends up. Ooh, it's gonna be rough outside. Man. Um what else? I think I think that's it for the moment. And we still don't know what's going on with Powers Book Five, season two. Uh Book Five, Season One. Uh We don't know what's happening with the power universe right now. Yeah. Fifty has got some shit going on. Yeah, so book book five, season one, we're overdue on, on its release. Book two, season three, uh, Book of Canaan, which is book three, season three is, is coming is, is upon us at sometime around then. And of course, Force season two, book four, season two, we're still waiting on it too. So yeah, it's the uh, fact that you know which which book is which. That's phenomenal. I'm just I don't even identify them like that. Oh, uh, yeah, you know, I just you know, when you like some shit, you like some shit. This uh, factual, I, I like it. I just be like, you know, either I might the, say force, but like hey, the one with Tariq, shit. the one with Tommy, the one with Kanan as a young. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, 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 let's see what Tommy got popping this week. It really, it really be like that. Yeah, man. And yeah, hey, if y'all got show recommendations, you know, hey, give them the social so they know where to send us re- show recommendations. Show at brokenpistolbc.com, brokenpistolbc at gmail.com, on all things social at brokenpistolbc. So that's at brokenpistolbc on what? Everything. 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 Shouts out to uh, Pencil Pusher Blake Wellman. Him and his son were at uh, Dynamite tonight. And also shouts out to. <laughs> hold on. Let me let me throw the proper respects on this. Whole lot of fucking gang shit. Alexander K and Payday, who you can expect to see on on, on an episode of BPBC real soon. Swab, I dropped the jewel there. I said expect to see on BPBC real soon. 
Hey, shout out to shout out to the Embassy, Samoa Joe, all the talent that was on Ring of Honor Final Battle rocking gang colors. That was not a coincidence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bitch, it's like we <laughs> we outside. It, it was a it was a whole section of people in the crowd that had broken pencil green on. It's like this shit don't really seem like a coincidence. Like everybody's not gonna get the same gear made and not know about it. I mean, we are active. People in the industry know us. It's almost like they knew where they were. It's almost like they were expecting us to be around them. Coming I mean, soon. <laughs> so, sorry to air quotes disappoint. Sorry about your damn luck. Suave. That's who can smoke with uh with Riddle too. Yo, James Storm. Br- br- get 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 the OC together. Have James Storm as like a hook. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking speaking of James Storm and 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 crews and clicks, uh, hell, healthy get well mending wishes for uh Bobby Roode who just had some oh, serious surgery. Man, yes, and also for um Richard Holiday. Yo, yo, uh, who is, real, was battling the C word fight? Very, very big shouts out and get well soon to Richard Holiday, one of the most hilarious assholes to ever grace a wrestling ring. You think uh, Max is funny? I got another one for you. <laughs> he he makes Max look like a fucking Boy Scout, man. Get well soon, and also uh, from the hip hop side of things, rest in peace to my guy Ayub. Granddaddy IU, rest in peace, Facts. brother. Facts. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, that we can do it from there, man. Suave, take it to the house, man. Shout out to Bun B with his super hilarious ass. Hey, I am a victorious individual, Ooh, and Texas soon his boy. avatar will change. <laughs> right now, him and him and Static Select, uh, Static Selector got got a new project out. So Trill Static Two available on all streaming platforms right now. Get it? I'm finna get into it pretty soon. So I, oh, it's I'm fine. letting that cook. It's fine. I'm letting that cook. But do know, I won, <laughs> and I will. I will collect on my winnings <laughs> in the name of the pimp. <laughs> man, say. All right, there Bond it is. number nine. <laughs> I do not play. Oh, coming do, soon. Cool, coming do soon not too. play. Yeah, man. Dakota, you tried to sabotage railroad me, but you would not succeed. <laughs> now we Fly can take the it to the house. Yeah, now we can do it. All right, set it up. Suave. Yeah. Lobs in the air. Take him to the house. Pencil pushes. Heads up. Pencils down. And slide in. Swish. <laughs> Every once in a while, this is how we sling again.